0: anything I would like to be proud of, I always want to make sure it's perfect before I put it out.
1: Hello, welcome back to Speaking Queerly. We're a podcast produced by Kaleidoscope Youth Center. We're an LGBT youth center located in Columbus, Ohio. I'm Mallory, I use she, her pronouns, and I'm the civic engagement and advocacy manager here at KYC.
2: And I'm Isaiah, and I am the Development and Communications Manager here at KYC, and I use he and they pronouns.
1: And today, we are joined by a very special guest who I've been so eagerly looking forward to interviewing. Um, This is Ace. Ace is a former KYC youth-turned-entrepreneur who now owns his own skincare product line, Covet Concoctions. And I will just let Ace, um, who uses he, him pronouns, I will let Ace tell you all about himself um, because I think he'll do a much better job than I can. So Ace, welcome to Speaking Queerly.
0: Thanks for having me. Very excited. Um, it's been about. It was definitely started in 2021. I think it was October, maybe. Um, I don't know if uh, the article I mentioned that I was in a burglary after I had um wearing away from home. Uh, I'm trying to think, and I had about 11k in the bank at the time that I left. And me trying to think ahead, I liquidated it all. And then the person I was staying with, I guess, eventually found out where I was keeping it.
1: Oh, my gosh. And then, wow.
0: like, they set up a whole burglary and stuff.
1: Oh, my gosh. Ace, I had no idea. That's <laughs> awful.
0: But, yeah, it's, KYC helped a lot <laughs> so, more than anybody else.
1: Yeah, so so to tell us about that because you were um, a youth involved in our housing program, yes. right? So tell us about, like, you know, how you got connected with KYC through that.
0: I believe – through the Star House had recommended me to KYC. Um, I'm, or mm, it's not the Star House, something similar around that. Uh-huh. But I looked into it and I think I had spoke to Rhonda originally. Oh, yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
0: And when I was talking to her about the story, she mentioned the housing program. And I was like, "Huh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and then so she was able to set it up um once I finally got an apartment that would approve me because my at the time I was 18 Mm -hmm. no credit so eventually I actually did have one apartment that I was working through paperwork for like six weeks probably just for them to tell me at the very end that I need a co-signer (laughs) uh yeah so then I was back at square one but that was the end of December um by the time January came around, I found another apartment, and I was able to move in, I think, on the 10th.
1: Nice. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah, I love that KYC was able to like be there for you in that in-between time, and that obviously brought you into our lives, too, which is cool. Right. It, it definitely was a reciprocal benefit there, right? So thankful. <laughs> Well, before we get into um, the bulk of the interview, we always do a, um, an add-on question at the start of each episode. So I want to know my add-on question for you, since we're going to be talking about like skincare, like beauty care, t- things like that. Mm-hmm. I want to know what is one part of your daily routine that you absolutely could not go without doing? And this could be like your getting ready routine. This could be any part of your daily routine that you try to do every day.
0: Try to do every day, eat a uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich first thing.
1: <laughs> <Dude>. Strawberry
0: jelly, <jam, laughs> seeded keto bread.
1: I knew that I would like you. <laughs> Just <laughs> completely stole my my uh, answer to this.
2: Like I love peanut butter and <laughs> jelly.
1: Yes, we re- we relate so hard on that. Isaiah, what is one part of your routine? Hmm.
2: So I guess going off of that, I have to know like crunchy or smooth peanut butter. I really don't mind, but I definitely get smooth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Thank you there. I think for me, for my routine, I love to like, or like, I have to like decompress at the end of the day. Mm. So it can be either like, even if it's just kind of resting or like meditating or being mindful or just kind of like taking a minute in like a corner of a room, just quietly and just like sitting down. Uh-huh. But um, I think like having that little bit of moment to like, self that's like for me, self care and kind of like makes me able to come up every day.
1: Yeah. yeah, for sure. I think I need to do more of that in my life definitely um yeah like i said ace totally stole my um my, my <laughs> response to this Loyal listeners of the podcast have heard me talk about my affinity for peanut butter before and when Daria's co-hosting, they'll point out that I have a jar of peanut butter sitting at my desk right now um so that I, you know, don't go a day without having peanut butter, I guess. But um for me it's peanut butter and banana, not peanut butter and jelly. My mom used
0: to make me those. Yeah. And it's like a childhood favorite.
1: Oh yeah, my grandpa used to make me that, which is how I got on that routine. So, and I think the other thing is just like finding a way to be outside every day. So, yeah. If, if I can't the past few days have been torrentially downpouring, so have not been getting outside. Um, cool. Well, so you already told us about your connections to KYC. I want to know more about your connection to your business. Like, how did this start? Just tell us the story. Um. So basically,
0: after KYC had helped me or basically got me the apartment uh, in January, around the time of June, I had uh, my best friend. Her name is Dana. She moved in as uh, my to be my roommate of course she was just waiting for her college semester to finish and then we were kind of like i'm trying to remember the job i had at the time i was at a warehouse i think it was the abercrombie and fitch warehouse and i did my interview over the phone so i don't think that they really like knew what i looked like because they put me in the receiving department which is basically like these big boxes that i have to like maneuver around And mind you, I'm only like 120 pounds. So these 40 pound boxes are literally a third of my weight. I ended up getting food poisoning from them. They had a free food day and they threw my back out. (laughs) So I had to stop working there. Then I started working at Bob Evans because I already worked there before. I worked at the Gahanna one when I was um, 17, 16, something like that. And so I worked at the Whitehall one for a few months. The money was Okay. Um, I got good tips, but you know, there's still like the people who get like a $10 meal and give you a dollar, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Eventually they had transferred me up to the Westerville one and the management there was a, (laughs) a little chaotic. Eventually I left and went to a, another restaurant that had just opened up, uh, last October. It's called Tupelo honey.
2: Mm.
0: Um, I'm trying to remember. they trained me i think for a week i worked there as a server for about three months i ended up getting laid off around christmas time but when december had started i was already looking up ways to like start a business because people would always tell me to do it and i was like let me see if i could actually So even when I was working at Tupelo's, I would bring like my demo products just to have them tested and critique it as hard as they could. Mm. Um, So that was really helpful. So eventually by the time that I was laid off, I had a good amount of not growth, but a good amount of, I'm trying to think of the word, everything that I prepared, I'd say it was like 80% done. Mm. And then by the time January rolled around, I think it was a third or the sixth I have really bad memory of that as a- oh yeah you're good <laughs> but I was able to open pretty quickly but in the meantime I had to rely on credit cards mm. and it's not so easy to do that when you're also trying to start a business because I didn't get a business loan mm. but um the success of the business so far has been really great uh I've done better numbers than I would have expected actually Mm -hmm. um i remember but i've always liked skincare stuff my mom is like really big into like bath and body works because my whole family's like caribbean Mm. like they're all from jamaica i'm the only one that's born here oh cool and so like they don't have a bath and body works in jamaica their lotions are like actually really cheap like my mom would send like big crates back to jamaica just of like skincare products people loved it there And so I just liked having, like, nice skin. I had really bad acne as a teenager, too, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. until I took Accutane, which that was an experience.
1: Yeah. I've heard from, like, friends of mine who have gone through that. That is no joke.
0: I was so dried up. Yeah. But it worked.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. My acne was really bad. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I
1: think – go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I can absolutely relate to the experience of having bad acne, but I think at the time they, yeah, my my forehead as a teenager, I don't know what it was, but I think at the time, Accutane wasn't as popular as it is now, or maybe it hadn't been tested. I, I don't really know. It was like relatively new. And so hearing people experience it now, I'm like, oh man, I wish that had been around when I was younger. So
0: They made me sign paperwork, actually. They said it could have caused like depression or suicidal thoughts. Like it was a whole big thing. And they have to draw my blood like every four weeks, I want to say, or maybe six, which I hate.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. You and I are absolutely like destined to be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I also hate getting my blood drawn. So, yeah, that's that's wild. But yeah. I'm glad that it worked out and like, I mean, clearly led you to a path that you are enjoying now and that you're getting to like put this passion into into money, right? Right. That's cool. Mm.
2: So, like. Covid Concoctions. Mm-hmm. I'm so interested in hearing like where that name came
1: from. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: well, and when I I really didn't figure out the name until like the very end of my research and planning phase. Um, I'm trying to think. I knew that I wanted a name that I wouldn't have to fight anybody for mm-hmm. an ad name or a domain. So uh, I there was this one game I used to play in. Middle school, I want to say about seventh grade, what was that, 2016? Somewhere around there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was called Covet Fash- Fashion. Mm. I liked the game and I liked the word Coven, what it stood for, and then concoctions. I mean, I felt like a what's what are they called? Not like a witch, but like the people who make potions and stuff. Uh huh. So that's, I just put those two together and I saw no one had the domain or the at name Mm -hmm.
1: and I was like, okay, we'll do this for now. Nice. Yeah. I feel like that's half the battle right now when you're trying to start up like a small business or even just like, I don't know, people who are interested in having an internet presence generally, you have to figure out like how to find a domain name that not only fits your vibe, but like it doesn't fit anyone else's vibe hasn't already been taken. Like um, my uh, nickname has always been Mal Pal like yeah, various pal. people in my life, Malpal, but there are so many other Malpals on the internet. And that gives me like a little bit of an identity crisis. Cause I'm like, no, 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 I'm Malpal, not you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great that this, um, this name that you came up with has that connection to different parts of your life. And then also, is unique. <laughs> Nobody else has come up with it yet.
0: Right. I might actually change it soon, but oh. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I don't know. Typing Covet Concoctions a lot gets kind of tiring. I don't like typing that much.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's that's pretty
0: long. So was my email address, like acian at covetconcoctions.com.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is long. <laughs> um. Well, I want to know. So it seemed like second nature for you to just start up this business. Like, you know, you said people suggested the idea to you and you're like okay well I need to make sure I do this this and this like Mm -hmm. it seemed like this planning phase of yours like you had a lot of thought into this and you seemed but it seemed like second nature I want to know have you always had this sort of like entrepreneurial like figure it out yourself spirit or you know have you always had this dream maybe of starting a small business
0: hmm well when I was nine um me and my friends at the apartment complex, <laughs> we had decided to um, – well, actually, I had decided to, like, sell painted rocks, and I found some friends to help me do it. So we would go door-to-door, and, like, we had made over $200.
1: No way. Yeah, we, we
0: literally – I promise On you.
1: Rocks. rocks. That is amazing. But
0: that business kind of went downhill because sure. people are only going to buy some painted rocks. <laughs> That's fair,
1: yeah. <laughs> that but, is incredible. But,
0: like, 200 dollars for, like, a nine-year-old was – pretty surprising actually
1: yeah i mean that's a lot
0: yeah but we were hustling
1: i love that
0: and then i think middle school i was selling candy and like chips and stuff mm-hmm. i had like a kindle unlimited i think it was called and i read like books about like businesses and markup and stuff like that so
1: as I, a middle schooler you were reading about that yeah amazing <laughs> that is incredible
0: yeah, so I guess I have had it for a while the entrepreneurial spirit.
1: <laughs> that is so cool. I want to know those people who bought the painted rocks, like where are they now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like do oh, these people know that well yeah, do they have the rocks still first off? And second off, did they know that they were like helping to kind of like build into this current like you, you know what I mean? This current business that you have, you well, know? It would
0: be nice for them to see me now. <laughs>
1: yeah, right, cuz like if they hadn't purchased those, would you f- sit- would you be sitting here having this successful skincare product line. You know what I mean? Right. Because that gave you the confidence, I'm sure, to be like, oh, I could I could do this. People believe in me, you know? Right. Would you say that?
0: Um, I'm pretty self-critical of myself. Oh. And with selling things especially, like I worked at CVS for a little bit and they have this thing called a care pass and they like always want you to ask people if they don't have it, if they would like one. And I never did. And they like said so many times they were like, you need to, or else you'll get fired. And I was like, I cannot sell this to people. They don't want it. <laughs> so just stuff like that. I like to sell things when I feel like people are actually going to buy them. Um, like when I was selling the Canadian chips in middle school, the stuff that I was selling, they weren't having in the school. Mm. Um, people live far away from the Dollar Tree gas station stuff. So it was a lot easier to just buy it from me. And I didn't charge like, an arm and a leg more than what they would have paid at the gas station so
1: that is brilliant did your like teachers or anybody and like any adults in the school did they ever catch on until you couldn't do that or do they just like let it happen they did oh they did <laughs> dang well that's awesome though it's a, a great venture while it lasted i'm sure it yeah it
0: was good um at least for my knowledge i want to say like operating a business i figured i would use it eventually later i always thought about selling kenyan food but that's not
2: really what i was passionate about Mm -hmm. once i got older so Mm
1: -hmm. that's fair
2: so hearing about public concoctions and hearing about everything is like your growth and the community support's been really great Mm -hmm. um i'd love to hear kind of like what has it been like having folks around you to like keep pushing you forward or like You were talking about, like, the people around you. What's that been like?
0: Really great. Um, Everybody was very supportive. I didn't have to ask anybody to, like, once I posted the Instagram. Because the thing is, also, I didn't tell very many people. I probably told, like, two of my friends and I guess my mom. Yeah, probably only those three people. So when I dropped it, it was kind of just, like, random. Like, I didn't do any pre-promotion or anything. I just dropped it and went from there um i'm trying to think my mom has definitely been my biggest supporter and i guess <laughs> promoter that's not myself because she works at a hospital like different hospitals i think and she takes the butters that i make and she puts them like by the hand sanitizers and stuff for people to use and they all love it so i'd say like probably 40 to 50 percent of my income comes from nurses and mm-hmm. patients and stuff like that and then my friend's also have shared uh my stuff through social media and i remember at one point in time i think it was january the end of january i should say and i was talking to two of my friends who also had businesses and i was like you know i only made six hundred dollars this first month so the third and they were like that's really good and i was like it is
2: Mm
0: -hmm. i was like (laughs) like they had to convince me i was like i don't know what i was expecting but I felt like I could do more or have put in more effort to make more money because I feel like I wasn't, like I told you, I'm very self-critical, mm-hmm. and I but I like to get a lot done, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs>
1: totally. It absolutely does. And I think too, like, I mean, I don't want you to undersell yourself too, because like your TikTok presence, your social media presence is incredible, right? And I'm sure that's where a lot of people are finding out about it. And that, I think- When people think about doing social media, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I have a Facebook page. I have an Instagram. Like, of course, you know, I can Mm -hmm. figure out social media. But to do it well and to create content that people are interested in, that they come back to, and then go ahead and buy your products from, that's impressive. And that's like to have the skill set to make your product And then market your product. That's, I mean, that's really impressive to be able to do both things. So tell us a little bit more about like your, for those of you who haven't, or like those who are listening who haven't seen your TikTok and stuff, tell us a little bit about like what you post on there.
0: So with my TikTok, I like to like post uh, videos of me not only like making the butters and stuff, but also explaining the benefits Mm -hmm. that it has just from whether it's like being helping with um, inflammation or, redness or pain scarring stuff like that um people like the piping videos Mm -hmm. this one isn't piped very well but a lot of the other ones i've made were better piping was definitely a skill i had to learn because it's like i'm pushing it and it's like coming out weird and i'm like how do i like so that was something i had to figure out um that's funny i actually kind of not like took a break but i i did take a break
1: yeah from
0: once the um the article with the book I Flame had came out, I'd gotten a plethora of orders. Really? Yeah, so it was kind of hard. And I also have a job, so it was kind of hard to um, also film and make and edit. That's mm-hmm. the other thing, too. Um, with having the business, I have to be like my own HR, PR, director, editor, Secretary, like everything. Yeah. So it's just like I had to figure out a lot of things that I didn't already know how to do.
1: Oh, for sure. A lot. <laughs> and that, and that's I mean truly like I don't want to undersell how much work goes into that. Like people see a fifteen second TikTok and they're like, "Oh, that probably took fifteen seconds to do and post." But it's like oh, yeah. that fifteen seconds to like script that or direct it, as you were saying, and to edit it and mm-hmm. to. Do all the ha- I mean the hashtags alone take forever to do? You know what I mean. So I I think it's totally commendable that you not only are doing all of these things, but that you also recognize okay I need to take a step back and prioritize these other things too. Because like at a certain point as well, like you know the you know the Buckeye Flame article, which if you haven't um, read this article, we'll link it in the show notes too, so you can check it out. Um, but like at some point, you just got to let like others promote you too. You know, so I think that's cool that you were able to get a bunch of sales from that. And then if you are listening. And you haven't seen Ace's products. Um, the one that he was referring to with the piping, we have it right here. If you're watching it on YouTube, which I totally recommend that you do, um, mm-hmm. you can see it is this like gorgeous, like almost looks like a sorbet. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Trix yogurt. Did you ever eat Trix yogurt <laughs> as a kid? Yes. This looks like Trix mm-hmm. yogurt to me the way that the colors kind of blend together. And it's this yellow and like, I don't know, like a corally salmon pink. And it's a body butter yes. yes it smells like like hawaiian punch it just takes me right back to like a summertime childhood memory like what would you say isaiah
2: i love it yes absolutely
1: it's it's like a full sensory experience to not only see it but like the texture in there whatever i don't know i i'm totally mesmerized by it so trying to paint the picture for those who are just listening right
2: so so i, I have to ask some questions so like you brought all of this in today and you've been doing all of this. So like, this is a lot, like you've just mentioned, like what's been the biggest things that you've learned or as you've gone on this journey, what's been the things that have stuck out to you the most? That's a great question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I would say the biggest thing that I've learned probably is um, consistency. Mm. I've, I, at least for, I think a month or two, I was actually like posting every day on whether it Instagram or TikTok, and that is very unlike me. <laughs> really, I'm very yeah. I'm not. It's hard. Like if I say I'll work out for a week, I might work out like two days out of the week.
2: Uh
0: huh. I like. I just always find something else to think about. But um, things that it's st- stuck out. Hmm. hmm. Can we come back to that one? That's a good question. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Hold on to that one. Um, I want to know what are – in, and we were kind of talking about this earlier, but like what are your favorite products to make?
0: It would be a tie between the butter and the um, the scrub.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I
0: don't know why. The scrub is like more tedious to make. Honestly, the butter is actually probably the easiest thing to make out of all my products. Really? Yeah.
1: What makes the scrub tedious to make?
0: So I use – a few oils of course one of them being coconut oil um i have to like liquefy it and then mm-hmm. re-solidify it once it's mixed in with the organic cane sugar and then once i do that i can either mix it in the container that i sell it out of or mix it in a bowl but with the cane sugar it's not all going to come out like out of the bowl and then it's really messy like even if you try your hardest not to be messy with it it's still gonna like you're still gonna have sugar on the floor so
1: yeah it's
0: something i really have to work with but it smells so good and it's so fun to make mm-hmm. minus the mess
1: right well then sugar's like no joke to have all over the floor because then you're walking around later and you're like oh it's on my feet it's <laughs> yeah. like sand like going to the beach and having sand all over everything afterwards. All over it's like hardwood like, floors. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes
2: so thinking through like Everything and all of your products that you're making and everything. Like that's a lot of time. That's like a lot of brain power and a lot of life. When you're not covet concoctions, mm-hmm. like who is ace? Mm. Um <laughs> like that's what do you like to do
1: and stuff? I
0: honestly would like to be like in a dream world a lounge singer. Oh. But <laughs> we'll see how far it can get with that. But um as of right now, I guess I just work, try and save up money. Um, look at the thing is with the business. Every day I try to think of something that I could do because there's always something I can do, even if I tell myself that there's not. Um, I mean, I like I'm a big foodie. Mm. I like to sleep a lot. I'm really into like decorating. Um, anything aesthetically pleasing that I could do, I'll, I'll do it. Stuff like that.
1: That's cool. You you obviously have an eye for for beauty, an eye for like the, I'm trying to think of the word, like not the fascinating, but an eye for like something interesting, like the aesthetic, you mm-hmm. have an eye, you know, because you not only have the music and the skincare and all these things that add into like luxury, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's really cool.
0: Actually, um, the biggest thing, I don't know how I always forget this, but I love writing. Oh, I like to read too, but I love writing. Whether it's um like a poem, a song, or just like a short story or whatever, I have a lot of songs, but I haven't <laughs> done anything with them yet.
2: Yeah,
0: they're just. I actually did um intern at a studio, but the interning ended up me like uh one of the engineers there. He had me like vocal produce and produce for him because I took production classes in high school. Um. And then he wanted me to record some of my songs, but I was like, Oh, I want a vocal culture before I put anything out.
2: Sure.
0: Um, anything that I'm not I guess proud of, or anything I would like to be proud of, I always want to make sure it's perfect before I put it out. And that's the same thing with the business. That's why it took so long.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely relate to the need to like have all my ducks in a row yeah. before I like present this thing to the world, right? I have to, you know, troubleshoot and make sure that, you know, look ahead to what are things that could go wrong with this. Right. So I think it's admirable that you're thinking that far in advance. Cause with, as somebody with like such a diverse array of talents and interests and hobbies, I feel like it'd be really easy to jump back and forth between the things and like maybe, you know, and there's something to be said of being super well-rounded and doing a lot of things um, not so well, you know what I mean? But it seems like you're trying to do a lot of things like really, really well too. And I think that's, I think that's That's amazing. Thank you. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, I want to know, so before we were, for those who were, um, not here when we were, when we were setting up and talking beforehand, I was mentioning how, like, when it comes to skincare, I don't really wear a lot of makeup. I don't really, you know, I'm like, I just grab the first thing you know, it's like, okay, I literally, I can this is embarrassing, but I literally use two in one shampoo because my hair is so short that I'm just like, okay, whatever, head <laughs> and shoulders, two in one. Like, I feel like everyone has these like, very elaborate skincare hair care routines whatever and i want to know what is the skincare tip you always give people and maybe it's like one or two things but i legit like don't know much
0: (laughs) first thing is um always wear sunscreen unless you're going Mm. out at night Mm. um always (laughs) especially if you have um acne scarring if you don't wear sunscreen it won't get better unless you're like literally bleaching your skin um another one I mean, I guess try to moisturize mm-hmm. <laughs> morning and night or at least once a day. Some people are like, I, yeah, I don't like lotioning my body because uh, mm-hmm. I didn't shower. Or I shower this morning and I don't want to moisturize at night because it'll, uh, what's what's the word? They don't want to put something on like dirty skin. Oh, yeah. But the thing with my butter is it has a, a few ingredients that are antibacterial oh. and stuff like that. So it wouldn't, and it's non commodinogenic which means like it won't clog any of the pores Mm -hmm. i have some people who also put it on their face and stuff um i really don't put a lot on my face so i don't do that but there are quite a few people who do
1: nice that's cool. There I feel like there's so many things you have to learn when doing this to like because the other thing I was reading your products are all vegan, right? Yes. Okay, tell me more about that decision, that like choice to to make all your products vegan because it seems like, you know, as with everything you're putting a lot of thought into these things, wanting to make sure it's not clogging people's pores, you know. Yeah. Why vegan?
0: I Well, really I was looking at the competition like Bath and Body Works mm-hmm. or whatever other brand and Apparent like I was doing research and apparently Bath and Body Works is um <laughs> very controversial, I should say, in terms of what they use. So I was like, with me being a smaller business, what could I do to make my product stand out besides just like visual representation ingredients? I was like, you know what? I could use organic ingredients, I could use vegan ingredients, and I could use all natural. And the thing is, it's more expensive, definitely, Mm -hmm. to fund that. But, you know, it's kind of like a quality over quantity thing. Like, I've honestly gotten nothing but praise for the butters and stuff. Like, no one's critiqued it at all. Except for this one person. He said that he got a coconut one, and he would have preferred it without the color. I was trying – I don't remember what I was trying, but I made it round
1: Uh... because
0: I thought, like, the coconut color – like the outside of it Uh because i always did white and i was like this is so boring and coconut is actually a very popular scent that i sell i i did not expect that at all i didn't know that many people liked coconut Hmm. same thing with eucalyptus i don't like the smell of eucalyptus really (laughs) yeah but um i forgot what the question was
1: um I don't even remember what I asked. Oh, the vegan thing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the eucalyptus scent. I had a roommate in college. I think I enjoyed or just was like pretty neutral about eucalyptus. And then I had a roommate in college who every morning would use, I think it was a Bath and Body Works eucalyptus lotion. Mm -hmm. And now I've learned to associate that smell. And the roommate was fine, but like it was my first semester of college, and (laughs) I was like feeling homesick and nervous and you know, just like generally anxious about the college experience generally. And I now anytime I smell eucalyptus like kind of the overprocessed scent not like fresh eucalyptus hanging up in a bathroom or whatever but like right. the the lotiony smell i smell that and i'm immediately anxious like uh, the scent association so i kind of relate to the lack of eucalyptus it smells like
0: chest rub to me oh, like the yeah. chest rub i used to oh, put on like all...
1: vicks or whatever
0: i was like this smells exactly like the chest yeah the vicks yeah. i didn't know this is like yeah, I didn't make the connection. That
1: is a good point. Mm. I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. Mm. Yeah, it's a little bit medicinal in a way.
0: Ooh, medicinal? I don't know that word. What does that mean? Like, like
1: medicine? Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't. You used that word a little bit ago. That I'm. I don't even remember what it is. But the one about it not clogging your pores.
2: Oh, non comedogenic. Yep, yep. I'm not <laughs> going to be able awful. to repeat that word. <laughs> And I mean, I will say, like, I am the coconut person. I love, like, coconut, like, the scent of coconut. I love the actual shreds of coconut. I don't mm-hmm. know what does. Yep. Coconut water, coconut milk. So, like, feel All free to- enjoy um, Those mm. are okay. And actually, they're, they're good. They're mm. good. But there's a lot of options out there. So, right. like, continue with the coconut for me. <laughs> you have a fan. It's really popular. <laughs> um, so, like, if you were trying to talk to somebody or, like, if you were- meeting somebody who maybe didn't know as much about skincare and they were like interested in your products and they're interested in, um, like trying to connect with what you're doing, like where would you recommend they start or like what should be somebody's like routine, if you will, using your products?
0: Um, first, even if it's just with water, (laughs) wash your face in the morning and the night, just get rid of like the sebum off your face um preferably with like a mild soap or facial soap um because when i was working at target i was a beauty consultant and -hmm. i really didn't know anything besides like hair care i definitely didn't know anything about makeup but i was interested in learning about skincare just because i tried so many products over the years before accutane and i ended up learning quite a lot which also played a factor into why i forgot to mention that yeah that will yeah. The, my time, I, that was my favorite job, actually. Really? Yeah. It was sad because I was a seasonal position and they couldn't afford to keep oh, me. Dang. Yeah, now the beauty department looks like trash. It's the one at Easton.
1: Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, without you there, everything yeah. crumbles. It
0: was because they only had me in the daytime and then there was two night, what's the word? Not employees. The manager for the section had like went to human resources and like there was this other guy who was the manager of like three other departments and he just did not care. about the Really?
1: Department. Yeah. Oh, that's such a bummer. Such a missed opportunity too. Cause like I imagine if there was somebody who would walk in, just kind of like neutral about it after talking to you, they would have spent so much money. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it's like an investment that they missed out on, but it gave you the chance to, to move into this line then too. Right. So. Yep. yep. That's cool i one thing I'm curious about, and I can't remember you mentioned something earlier that it was like you know you're you're very intentional about the the products you use, right, and like there's something else you said that made me think of this, but I want to know like why is it important for people to support um small businesses, sure, but like in your case, uh, like a queer black owned business, why is it important for like that you know
0: um, I guess just comparing it to like larger companies who. Like, mix a bunch of chemicals and then throw it at you for what $30 and say it's gonna get rid of your wrinkles. I feel like once you're able to like have a connection, because I speak to all I think all my customers actually, whether it's just letting them know that I just dropped their order off. Because if anyone orders in central Columbus or just Columbus in general, I'll just deliver it like the same day. Really? So, a lot of them, yeah, that's one of the reviews I get often is that it came so fast, like somebody ordered something at twelve and it was at their house by one thirty one. Oh my day. gosh. <laughs> and they were like, that was that's so like big. better
1: than Amazon. <laughs> <That was laughs> you like, know?
0: I like people to have their product because I know how I am with packages. I'm so not anxious, but I'm anticipating it a lot. Whatever it is, it could literally be like a pack of socks. I'm gonna wanna have it like as soon as I can. For sure. So um Sorry, I steered off from the question. What was the question again? Oh, like
1: why should people support small businesses, spe- specifically like minority owned businesses?
0: Um, I just feel like there's going to be more, like I said, communication. And I feel like you would be able to build more trust with, especially since the people who are like higher up, most of them aren't like people of color or queer stuff like that. So I guess it's just about um, supporting people who care about what they're doing.
1: Yeah, for sure. I love that. I know that I would so much rather purchase your products than go to Bath & Body Works. So I didn't even think about like the – like how you had said, like the the products are there, it being a little controversial with the ingredients and stuff that it's made with. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's nice to know that you're putting that thought into it.
0: Yeah. I actually didn't know. My roommate had told me. She was like, you know, Bath & Body, Body Works is really bad, right? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, even the candles. I was So I had to do some research. And I was like, oh, but I still buy the three-way candles. They smell so good.
1: <laughs> but speaking of candles. um, Ace has these candles here that, again, if you're not watching, um, you can't see. But, like, he brought these two candles. This one's, like, a cotton candy smell. It it smells like a Lip Smackers. For those of you who grew up on Lip Smackers, it is seriously taking me back. And it's this beautiful baby pink color. Oh, my gosh. It's gorgeous.
2: And I have in my hand, um, what's the name of this one again? That one's um, Black Magic. Black Magic. It was Magic. supposed to be darker, but. <laughs> I will say I love this one. It actually is giving me, like, kind of fruity, kind of, like. Uh it's very bright it's like very citrusy i really enjoy this one yeah that one that's one of my favorites
1: (laughs) well when you say black magic i was expecting it to be kind of like musky maybe like just kind of like you know when you say like a lounge you know what i mean like i expect it to be like that and then the fruity (laughs) i was like oh that's the magic you know it kind of just pops in a way you wouldn't expect so it's very very (laughs) clever
0: unexpected yeah i love (laughs) surprising people with scents. um like even with my mom she had ordered two butters just for herself because she uses them naturally um she had ordered a passion fruit one and she told me to just make something that I think or thought would have smelled good and so that's how I ended up making this which is probably literally about six days ago Really? and I was like and I took it to my mom and she was like this is your best scent she was like you're giving Bath and Body Works a run for their money I need another one this and the third I was like, okay, let's see. And I was like, I, I enjoyed making it. Because honestly, um, the only two scents that I added with it were pineapple and cherry. I don't know if you guys got oh, that.
1: Cherry. That's what I'm smelling. Okay.
0: okay. Yeah. Um, like, and I used to eat fruit cups a lot when I was younger. And my favorite part was always the cherries. Um. And I don't have peach fragrance oil yet, but I was thinking about adding it just because like the fruit medley fruit
1: cups, I don't know if you know them. Just yeah add, and then they had the pears. Oh, those are so good. <laughs> I have not thought about those in so long. My my memory of eating those was like, you know, they came in the plastic cup. Because they were the ones that came in the metal cup and then they switched to plastic. Mm-hmm. And every time you'd open up the plastic it it would like spray out on you. You know what I mean? Because it was like so full mm-hmm. to the top that you would kinda squeeze it as you're opening it and you'd get juice all over yourself.
0: See, I was one of those people who like put my mouth on it and rip the thing uh, up and then suck the juice out. Yes.
1: Okay. That's that's yeah, that's a much better idea. I was just like doing this and i every day I'd get this fruit cup juice on it. That's like my core memory of eating those fruit cups. Please. So I'm glad this is a better association with the experience, the this, this uh body butter then.
0: Yeah. i don't, I just have like I have a good amount of essential and fragrance oils and I like whenever I get the chance to like mess around and just like make a scent because I've made like, there's a few other scents, but it's not like I've marketed them. I have the option on my website, of course, for people to get hybrid and just like leave whatever scents they would like me to mm-hmm. mix at checkout. But I kind of want to look into like having more uh, not branded scents, but like,
1: like signature scents. Signature, yes. That's yeah, right. I love that. That's so cool. Well, Ace, as we're wrapping things up, I, I want to know, like, and for those who are listening, can you give everyone a reminder of where they can find you on social media, your website, how they can buy your products, how they can stay connected?
0: Yeah. um, Actually, my TikTok is COVID Concoctions. My Instagram is COVID Concoctions. My Facebook is COVID Concoctions. My website is covetconcoctions.com. And you can reach my email address at ace, then cyan, like the color, at Uh You could buy on the website, but I recently also set up shop to where you could like buy on Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. just through the, the social media platforms. Uh, I think TikTok soon. I got to work on that. But yeah, I think that's, I think I covered everything.
1: Awesome. Well, cool. I know I'll be buying some after this. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, I, I meant to swing back because I wanted to make bring you guys two of these also with the candles. But yesterday was very hectic. Like I drove up and down, like literally to the beginning and end of Morse Road. It felt like three times. Oh, my gosh. I had That's a, no joke. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, all good. Yes. Well, hey, everybody support Ace. And I will say, like, I'm also excited, like, at how quickly you move stuff because I'm able to, like, get... Like fresh since and stuff updated and kind of new merch drops. So, like, I am very excited to also follow you on the social medias and see okay. what's happening. So, yes. yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah, actually do have a video to post today. I've been a little inactive, but I did some editing last night.
1: Nice.
0: I mean, I was still posting, but it was like just pictures. Yeah. Like, I didn't made a video because it's like just the way my apartment is set up and like where the furniture is, I have to use like a tripod mm-hmm. and then like a what's the word a ring light
1: oh yeah stuff
0: like that just sit, try my best get the lighting right and then have the phone angled right and honestly without my watch I probably the videos would probably mm-hmm. be trash because I can look at what my phone is showing me through my watch yeah so that helps a lot mm-hmm. a lot
1: <laughs> that's very innovative that you have that like a whole setup and that you're able to do that that's very impressive. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. Well, I look forward to seeing that and all future products that you're going to be posting about too. I look forward to it. So thank you for being here with us on Speaking Queerly. I know I enjoyed it. I'm sure, Isaiah, you did too. Um, if you have, if you're listening to this and you have suggestions for future topics or other questions you'd like us to address, or maybe if you're another small business and you want to be featured if you're a queer small business, like we'd love to have you on. We love learning about all of them. So send an email to Mallory at Ohio org and we'll connect with you to get that answered here on the podcast. Um, be sure to subscribe, leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and share this episode with a friend so that they can learn about um, Ace's awesome business as well. Um, you can follow us on social media on all platforms at KYC Ohio. And if you like what you heard so far on Speaking Queerly, you can visit kycohio.org donate. You can make a one-time donation or you can join our unity circle and your contributions will help us continue to serve LGBT, TQIA plus young people through programming, community-based wellness, and behavioral health supports, or through educational tools like trainings and this podcast. So in the meantime, we look forward to hearing you next time. In the meantime, check out uh, Covet Concoctions and
0: thank you so much for having me guys. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Ace.